traversing the fields of geekdom. How about new? Uh, climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. And defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Yes, welcome to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. How is everybody doing on this fantastic weekend? The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes... Like I said, how is everyone doing? It's a great weekend. Lots of time to catch up on movies and video games. If this is your first time to The Geek Show, welcome. This is a show where we take a break from politics and all that yelling and screaming. We talk about some fun things. Not necessarily all comic book and movie stuff, but I got random news, some funny stuff. Lego's doing something interesting. Burger King kind of has a fail. Uh, and Sony, the PlayStation 5, is doing something that makes me extremely happy, so we'll cover that in the first part of the show. Then we take a break, and we get back, we talk about movie news. Uh, what's out in the world of movies? Not that much, because COVID and movie theaters aren't open, but I got some movie news I want to go over, and I want to play a theme song for a movie that will be that is going to be made soon. They announced it, and it, it's one of my favorite theme songs of all time, so you gotta stick around for that. Then we take a break for news, and we get back after that. I gotta tell you guys, I'm so excited about for this week is going to be comic-con comic-con begins on wednesday and you yes you can actually go and attend all virtually it's super super cool and then of course we end the show with the top five list of the week i got some trailers i got some hilarious audio and the oh the number one is the uh family feud episode i don't know if you saw it this week i love game show fails I love fails in general, and this one was just absolutely beautiful. Before we hit the news, though, i got to promote it again just because I love it. It's not because I work here, but the 1470 WMBD app, it's awesome. Uh, and I'm not just saying that, like I said, because I work here. It has the Geek Show seal of approval. I really, really like this app. But what's really cool, bottom right-hand corner, there's an on-demand section. Click on that. And boom, hey, look, it's all the other previous geek shows. You can click and listen to that. And then if you want to hear more of my beautiful voice, which I don't blame you at all, I host a uh, podcast with Greg Batten and Dan DiOrio from The Morning Show called The Greg and Dan After Party. Take a listen to it. I, I it, it, It's the Seinfeld of podcasts because it's a podcast about nothing. And it's fun, and it's just we get goofy, and it, it's I highly recommend it, especially if you haven't heard Greg and Dan uh, kind of off air because it's a lot more relaxed. It's just a lot of fun. But for now, let's get into the news. And I have to talk about this one because if you follow the show, you know I love Legos. I just love uh, creating and building uh, the products out of it. I don't really do the, the free form, just build crazy things. I like to follow the instructions and all of that. I know I'm one of those guys. But I love just the artistry behind them. And this one made me so excited because... You take Legos, which I love, and combine it with one of the greatest things I, I love of all time, video games. And they combine them together, and they are making... And seriously, just talking about it does not do justice enough for what this product looks like. It is a 2,600-piece replica of a Mario game being played on the original NES on an old-school television screen. And it is so stinking cool. Uh, the Nintendo system itself, you can open and put a cartridge in and then a, a Lego cartridge. You can't put an actual uh, cartridge in there. 
And then the TV screen was so cool. I've never seen anything like it is that uh, you can spin a wheel on the side of the TV and Mario will actually run through an entire course from the Mario game. It is really, really cool. Take a look at it. Uh, sadly, it's at $200, which is stupidly expensive. So I won't be getting that anytime soon. But I have to be honest, I there was a part of me that was like, okay, maybe I should start saving now because it looks really, really cool. Look it up. If you are a fan of the Super Nintendo system, definitely look it up. It is stupidly cool. Amazon, speaking of stupidly cool technology, this one I'm really surprised hasn't been a thing now. But I think because of COVID and the evolution of where we're going with everything, I think we're going to be seeing more of this. Amazon has a new smart shopping cart that lets you check out without a cashier. So Amazon is expanding its real world footprint because they want to open up stores all around the world. And this one is very interesting. So their original stores are you would walk into the store and it would know by your face who you are associated with your Amazon account, and it would watch you. And every time you put an item into your cart, it would charge you for it. And then you just walk out and Amazon would charge you for it. This one's a little different, and I think it's going to help other companies outside of Amazon. So it's called a Dash Cart, and it is a smart version of a grocery cart uh it's equipped with a touch screen and other various hardware components to automatically detect what items you're placing inside the cart and even how many of those items you picked off the shelf when you're done shopping you're allowed to take the cart through a special lane that checks you out digitally without requiring human cashier to ring you up so it will check what you're putting into your cart and then when you're done you just walk through just like a little hallway and it will know what you have and then you walk out it charges you through your amazon account and you're good to go no interacting with people and this story led me to the thought that i really didn't even think about it, it is that we've been talking for months even years about how uh, robots and automation are going to take over like the fast food industry and the, the grocery stores. And I think COVID is showing itself as an opportunity to expand that very quickly because we're all about protecting our health, wearing masks. Well, robots don't have to wear masks. Robots don't, won't sue you because they can't get COVID. And I think that COVID, if anything, is going to help expand uh, very rapidly, the robot revolution, I guess, that's coming, which then leads to the, the conspiracy theory. Maybe the AI and the robots are behind this the whole time. Were they the ones who created all of this mess that we're in so that they could uh, quickly expand and take over the world? But uh, I think this is really cool, this dash cart idea. Basically, you walk into the store, you grab the cart, you pop up your Amazon account on your phone, it scans it, and then boom, you just shop and then leave. I absolutely love that. I think we'll be seeing a lot more of that soon, or at least maybe not the Amazon version, but a uh, somewhere in between mode with that. Google's probably going to get on it. Everyone will get on it. Uh, this news also makes me happy. Sony, uh, the PlayStation 5. There were rumors that the PlayStation 5, which is still coming out this year, no official release date yet, uh, that they were only going to make around 6 million consoles for 2020. And you might say, well, gosh, Corey, that sounds like a lot of consoles. It's really not. Uh, there were worries that there were going to be limited availability around the world. But Sony reportedly, this isn't official, but I think it's pretty much official at this point, uh, is going to boost production by 50%, and they're expecting to have at least 10 million consoles 
uh, come holiday 2020 this year. Uh, that's good because one of the most annoying things is uh, everybody wants the newest piece of technology, and I get that. But there's always a race online to get the newest uh, console, and then you have the people who get it and then resell it online to increase the value and make double the money. Yes, I'm guilty of that myself. I'm one of those guys. I did that with the PlayStation 4. I got, uh, I made like 300 bucks off of it. It was really cool. But for the most part, people don't like that because people want to play it. And the fact that they're increasing it, I think that will help the uh, drive people to buy it from Sony, and it will lower the price on the secondhand markets like eBay. So hopefully they're going to announce it soon. I know next week uh, on Thursday, yeah, Thursday, Xbox is having a big event where they're just talking for one hour straight brand new video games for the new console, and rumors are they're going to announce their price point and their release date, and probably pre-orders will be open. So if you want the new Xbox this year, definitely keep an eye on that. Uh, this is awesome. If you want to create your own Jurassic Park, I have great news. There's a company called Able Auction, and they're auctioning over 50 life-size animatronic dinosaurs. There's no price yet for what you can expect uh, because it's going to start from zero and just go to the highest bidder, but 50 plus-size life life-size dinosaur animatronics, which is stupid awesome. I want to get like uh, five or six of them and put them out here on the Civic Center Plaza and just see what how people react to it. Have some peek into windows and stuff. I think that'd be really cool. So if you're interested, I know if anything, I've learned that Peoria is has a huge market for uh, real life-size animatronic dinosaurs. So it's out there. <laughs> Uh, also in the uh, auction market, this one's super cool. I, I really love props from movies, and especially older movies because they put a lot more uh, uh, realism and a lot more quality behind them. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark has a fantastic, probably the most iconic scene in that movie is the, with the Staff of Ra headpiece that uses the sunlight to pinpoint where uh, this thing is, and it's being auctioned off, and the starting bid is $100,000. Yes, so if you have a spare $100,000 and you really like Raiders of the Lost Ark, look it up online. You'll be able to find the auction house that is doing that. $100,000. That is ugh, insane. Uh, the world with COVID is a very, it's a heavy world, and I, I know a lot of people are stressed, and this website that just came out this week is kind of really cool to help relax. There's a website that will turn your browser screen into a view through somebody else's window. They're all approved, so you don't have to worry if your kids go to it, and then all of a sudden, oh, there's a naked person running by. There's none of that. They're, they're all 100% approved. They're just camera shots outside people's windows from around the world. They're really cool, and it's kind of just calm and serene and really, really nice and relaxing. It's called window-swap.com. I highly recommend it just to even just to mess around with it. Just keep hitting refresh to see what uh, what places you end up going to. I went to Sweden. There is one in Japan and there is one in the UK also. And they were all absolutely beautiful. I, I actually really want to sign up and see if we can have a window pointing out in Peoria. I think that'd be really awesome. Uh, I got two more stories. Then we will take a break. Uh, researchers have created a tiny camera backpack for beetles. Okay, we got a lot to unload on that. Two really cool things about that. First, uh, the fact that we can now create a camera so tiny and so light 
that it can fit on the back of a beetle is insane. They said the quality of it is what you would expect from the original iPhone 13 years ago. So you're not getting HD quality stuff. It's only black and white photos with a pretty bad resolution. But the fact that we're able to do that at such a small and light scale is awesome. Saying that, at the same time, it horrifies me because are we going to have a future where cameras are so small that everyone will be recorded everywhere? Probably. You know, conspiracy theory Corey uh, putting on his uh, tinfoil hat here says that we're always going to be monitored and we got to be careful because once we lose that freedom, it's going to be gone for good. Uh, the other side to this story is, hey, we got beetles walking around with backpacks. I think that's pretty awesome. Uh, finally, before we take a break, pet fish. I never thought in my life that I would be talking about a story that involves a pet fish, but a fish is trying to finish a Pokemon game. And I'm not joking. There is a channel on YouTube, not on YouTube, on, Twi on Twitch, that is tracking a fish. And basically, uh, the guy set it up like this. Different quadrants of the fish tank equal a button. So like the top right corner equals the A button on a controller. The middle uh, equals like the up arrow on the keyboard or on your controller. And using this uh, algorithm on his computer, it's able to track the fish. And because of that, it tells the video game, this one being Pokemon Ruby, what to do. And this is what's insane about this. The fish has been logged in for over 676 hours in Pokemon Ruby, which, first of all, is insane. But in that 600 hours, a fish was able to grab two gym badges, which means they had to fight a gym leader, actually win, and then they got their badge. And they included, they captured a handful of Pokemon. I think they're over 20 now, which is also insane. I already have enough hard time trying to beat this game on my own. How the heck is a fish doing it? And in 600 hours, that's insane. Okay, we're going to take a break, you guys. When we get back, we are going to talk about some movie news. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. This is a segment where we talk about movie and TV news, because we got some interesting stuff. Uh, obviously, with COVID and the world we're in, uh, movie theaters aren't fully open yet, so we don't really have anything in regards to... New releases. We're still waiting to see when the official time that AMC theaters will fully uh, embrace the world that we're in and release new movies at their theaters or if theaters are going to open. They keep pushing it and it just worries me that we're going to be seeing the end of movie theaters soon just because of the the risks with uh, being sued by people if you get sick. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see on that one or maybe we'll see just the resurgence of drive in theaters. I don't know. Uh, in the world of streaming, the most popular thing on TV and movies are both go to Netflix. Uh, Warrior Nun is a new TV series that is like Buffy the Vampire Slayer meets religion, from what I've uh, been told. It is at 74% in Rotten Tomatoes doing fantastic. And the movie that was doing very well is The Old Guard, which is a based off of a comic book and a new movie on Netflix. Sharice Theron's in it. She plays an assassin who can't die. It's really, really cool. So definitely check that one out. Uh, but that's pretty much it in the world of what's going on in streaming. So I got some news for you guys. Uh, some interesting things are developing in the world. Uh, 
there is a brand new Amazing Race style show that is coming out very soon that a lot of people are getting hyped about. So Survival and Amazon Race are two of the greatest reality TV series of our time. You can't fight it just based on the ratings and the uh, the views. It is without a doubt has a major impact and might be the gold star of reality TV. Well, they are now combining those two into a single show. It's called World's Toughest Race Eco Challenge Fuji. It's a new series hosted by none other than the famous adventurer and survivalist Bear Grylls, uh, featuring 66 teams from 30 countries, all of whom must race nonstop over 671 kilometers for 11 days to reach the end of the course. Each team has four members, plus an assistant crew member who obviously will be uh, filming and whatnot. That's 330 people racing to the end teams must navigate the course by map and compass without losing a single team member the season which runs 10 episodes long will include uh paddling mountain biking rappelling climbing whitewater rafting pack rafting and paddle boarding as competitors navigate all sorts of terrain the trailer is pretty intense and it makes it clear that it's going to be a very exhausting ride one of the competitors noted in the trailer that he had only four hours of sleep in four days in his attempt to stay in the game. So that will be streaming on Amazon exclusively on August 14th. Eco Challenge Fuji. Really, really cool. I love shows that try to push what humans are capable of, and this is awesome. But I'm just, I don't know how we can keep an eye on 60 teams. That's a lot of teams. One of the positive things about reality TV shows is that the teams are small enough that you can get a connection with the contestants and with 60 teams and four members on those teams. I'd be curious how they're going to do that. But uh, this one I have to play because I love this theme song. They are making this TV show, beloved 90s TV show, into a movie. Take a listen to this. What's the story you wish Yeah, they are bringing Wishbone into the mainstream movie world. Uh, no full announcement on where it's going to come out yet, but the 90s uh, PBS Kids show will be adapted, oh, by Mattel Films and Universal into a feature-length movie. I'll be curious to see, are they going to do real action like the movie, like the TV series? Will they do a, like real action people but an animated dog, or will it be a cartoon? I don't know, but I am super, super excited for that. Let's hit some quick ones, and then we'll take a break. Songbird, uh, Bloody Disgusting, is now reporting that Bradley Whitfield has joined the cast of Michael Bay's COVID-19 thriller set two years in the future. Um, Shell, according to Deadline, Max Mingenhell will direct Shell, a satirical horror tale with sci-fi elements set in the health and beauty industry for HBO Max. That sounds awesome, and I have to end with this one because as soon as I read the first five uh, words, I said, okay, this is how I'm going to end the segment about movies. Slacks. This is a new movie set to premiere at the film festival Fantasia this year in 2020, and the uh, movie is a intelligent pair of genes Go on a killing spree. Yep, a intelligent pair of genes. Not not a semi-intelligent. A intelligent pair of genes will go on a killing spree. So there you go. That's slacks. We'll take a break. When we get back, we'll talk about comma. <laughs> Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. Now, normally, 
normally we talk about technology here, but instead, well, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, this kind of has to do with technology because it's really fascinating. But obviously, we're in the world of COVID right now, and because of that, a lot of big conventions were canceled. Well, a big one that everyone goes to every year and watches online, I religiously watch it online all the time, is Comic-Con. It's the big event of the year where everybody, all companies, all fans get together and they just share their love of geekiness from everything, ranging from My Little Ponies to Star Wars to Marvel to Star Trek. Everything. It's like the number one hub of geekness in the world. I've been to a, sm a few smaller conventions up in Chicago, and I highly recommend going to one at least one time in your life because it's fun. It's weird. You will not walk away without a smile on your face because everyone's there just having a great time. And it's a great time to meet people and to hang out with other people who like the same things you do. Now, obviously, because of COVID, people were like, ah, oh, Comic-Con's canceled this year. But Comic-Con came out and said, hey, we're going to do a virtual Comic-Con. And I'm going to talk to you guys about it because it starts on Wednesday, July 22nd, and it lasts a full four days. And let me tell you, I am super, super pumped just because I kind of get to have the experience of Comic-Con. It's expensive to fly out to Comic-Con, get a hotel, and then get the passes so you can go to everything. And this is an opportunity that everybody can experience this one time in their life. And what's really cool, I like the idea. Now, don't tell my boss this, but I like the idea, hey, if you're at work and you just want something on in the background, you can watch a lot of this stuff. So if you go to the Comic-Con website, it's just Comic-Con.org, you'll be able to see it. It'll showcase all of the panels that they're having. Panels are one of the best things about Comic-Con in my uh, experience. And it's where different shows, and I'll, I'll read you some of the highlights here, get together. All of the actors are on there. They interact, talk to each other about, like, the season of the, the show or about a movie. And then at the end, they usually pass it over to their fans to ask questions. And you can do that this year. Not virtually, but not, I guess, like video. But you'll be able to tweet them and send messages in the chat box. And all of this will be available on the Comic-Con YouTube page. But I have to forewarn you, uh, because of Comic-Con, Comic-Con usually spoils a lot of stuff and shows you stuff that's not ready for public consumption yet. And because of that, some of these panels will not be available once they happen. So I would recommend, if you're at least interested at all, to go through and read the schedule of panels so that you yourself can take a look at them and decide, okay, I really want to see this one. I'll make sure I'm there, because if it's done... I usually, you probably won't be able to go back and watch it just because of that's how Comic-Con is. It's a one-time experience. It's a lot of fun. So some quick highlights. Uh, Star Trek Universe virtual panel. The entire cast and crew and teams and directors and everybody, basically, will be getting together from all of the Star, War Star Trek series. And we'll be talking about the series of the series impact and what's coming on July 23rd. Uh, a look into Marvel's 616, which is a new documentary series that is breaking down uh, Marvel and the, the culture behind it. Looks really cool. His Dark Materials, which is an HBO show. The uh, cast and crew, including Lin-Manuel Miranda, will be there to talk about the show. Uh, for season one and then probably hints of season two there's a directors on directing three directors uh, very big hollywood directors will be getting together and sitting down together and just talking about directing the boys which is a very popular amazon series the boys season two will be having one where the cast and crew will be on there talking about it um this one makes me excited constantine the 15th anniversary reunion Keanu Reeves is going to be on there. He'll be talking about the DC comic book movie and uh, what he did 15 years ago with that movie. And then, of course, since Keanu 
Keanu Reeves is already going to be there for Constantine. There is a Bill and Ted Face the Music uh, panel where all the cast and crew will be talking about it. It looks super cool. Oh, and the uh, Bill and Ted will be hosted by Kevin Smith, which is super awesome. But the other thing I want to talk about is the uh, the exhibit hall. So there is an exhibit hall where you're able to buy a bunch of cool merch. Usually it's like limited run one out of 100 or posters or there's artist alley, which you can see a lot of independent artists will sell their stuff. It's super, super cool. You will get stuff that you will not find normally around the world or shopping online, especially with these artists. And Comic-Con is going to have a virtual exhibit hall. So you will be able to on your computer walk around what would be Comic-Con and you can go to the stores and you can shop stuff. And it highly recommends that you go often because it will update with new products and new specialty stuff. And it's super cool. So if you've ever wanted to experience just lightly what Comic-Con is like, check it out. July 22nd to uh, the 26th, virtual Comic-Con. I just think that is super, super cool. I hope you all go to it. I'll be talking about it a little bit more next week, but for the most part, I will be watching that religiously. So with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we got the top five. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. How is everybody doing on this fantastic weekend? The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, I know, no crying. It's the last part of The Geek Show. We always do the top five list of the week. This is a list of the most important pieces of audio that I found throughout the week that I think you should be aware of. And we got a nice variety this week. It was uh, very trailer heavy the past few weeks, just because in this world of COVID that we're in, uh, viral videos have kind of gone down and just everything's kind of gone down. We got a boatload of movie trailers as theaters are slowly starting to open back up. But I got some cool videos that people have been doing online, and it's things that I think you should be aware of and that everybody is talking about. Before I get into that, though, I have to talk about a weird trend. I couldn't, I, I wanted to talk about this trend throughout the Geek Show, and I'm like, I don't have anywhere to put it because it's all visual. You have to see it. But there is a, a video going around of people who made cake, and the cake is made to look like actual real objects, like a can of Pringles or a cup with water in it. And as soon as they cut it in half, it opens up and everyone's like, oh, it's cake the whole time. There's a whole series of memes now that are going around about it. So if you if you are on Twitter or on Facebook and you see people mentioning things like, uh, I, I really loved my boyfriend until I realized he was cake, stuff like that, it, it's trending, it's going around right now. If anything, with COVID, it's giving us a very interesting look into our psyche uh, in the world of social media, because we're now obsessed with cake and things that look real. I, I don't know. It's really weird, but I had to bring it up because I've been seeing it like a lot lately, and I just had to bring it up in case you're seeing it and you're like, what the heck does cake have to do with it? I know, the world is a weird place. But let's get into the top five list of the week. I got a viral video i got two trailers and a few very interesting things to talk about where do we start number five number five goes to a hilarious video i can't play all of it well for a couple reasons because it's long and because of some of the language but ryan reynolds plays deadpool and he has been notorious to try to get him the character deadpool in a movie with logan from the x-men series played by uh, hugh jackman 
he's been trying forever. And Hugh Jackman just recently gave up his uh, character as Wolverine, and Ryan Reynolds will never forget him for it. So they always have this back and forth together. Well, Hugh Jackman did a recently did a um, a Zoom meeting call with all of the previous actors from the X Men movies, and at the very end of it. Ryan Reynolds crashed it, and it was pretty hilarious. Take a listen to this. Honestly, it's kind of surreal, you guys. I, I, can you believe it's been 20 years since the first X-Men movie? 20 years. Not judging by Halle. Oh, you're not so bad yourself, Professor. And Pumpkin's making me think that I should have dressed up a little bit more. Hmm. That's it. Hang on. Knock, knock. Whoa, oh. so many stars. Is that... Was that Ian McKellen? Ryan, the cast and I were all just reminiscing about the movie that we were all in together. I hear you. You know, I, I love that that movie. I hope it's okay if I join. I figured we were all in X-Men together. X-Men Origins. Origins. Yeah, always good seeing you, Ryan. I actually invited a few others. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey, everyone. So many timelines. It's like a recap of Knott's Landing. Two professors, one cop. <laughs> Yeah, so the, the people that he brought on were um, two of the actors from the newest iteration of X-Men movies. It's hilarious. The whole thing is worth your time if you're a big comic book fan and if you know the, the friendship and silliness between Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. Great piece of audio. It was viewed like a couple million times, but I had to include it on the list because it's just hilarious. Number four. Number four. Number four goes to a viral video that came out on July 10th. And just after a couple days, it racked up 25 million views, which is insane. It's from a series on Facebook called Red Table. And this time it was Will Smith along with his wife. And they were talking about some headlines that came out. Because for years, people were like, is Will Smith in an open marriage with his wife? There were mysteries around behind it. And it finally came to fruition. I'll play a little bit of it. But if you want to know more about it, it is Red Table on Facebook. Red Table, for me, um, just all the stuff that's going on in the press. Mm -hmm. I felt like it was important to come to the table to really clear the air. Somebody made a statement for me that wasn't a statement I made mm -hmm. that went cray-cray. And one of the reasons why I wanted to come to the table is the media, the headlines. Oh. We specifically never said anything. anything. Yes. We were purposely not saying anything. Any headline that says Jada said or Will said or the Smith said mm -hmm. is not true. We specifically never said anything. Right. So coming to the table was like we just felt like it got to the point where you got to say something. Yeah. And, you know? and, and to stop that cycle. Yeah. You know, there's people's feelings involved. Right. Right. You know, and at the end of the day, the, I don't like how all of this came to be mm -hmm. that doesn't matter mm -hmm. it's all love mm -hmm. yeah so that was will smith and his wife they were on the series on facebook called uh, red table and they were talking about the how they actually had a divorce and during that divorce uh will's wife i believe her name is jada uh had a relationship with another guy and they and they discuss it and they talk about what they learn from it and it's really cool so multiple things came out of watching this clip one uh, Facebook has a series, a TV series called Red Table. 
I never knew that. Uh, but apparently they do that often, and it's hosted a lot by Will Smith and his wife. And uh, they talk about their relationship, and they get real deep. It gets uncomfortable at times. But at the same time, it's really kind of refreshing to see people who understand that each other have their pros and cons and there are good days and there are bad days so really good video it like i said it was just out for a couple days and it blew up over 25 million views insane but definitely worth your time if you're interested just in the i guess the celebrity life and the the mystery behind will smith because a lot of people were questioning for a while about what the whole deal is with them but at the same time it's a great uh just thing to watch because it's like you're sitting in a therapy session and it's a great way to uh, kind of reflect and uh, maybe even see that they're supportive of each other and maybe how you can take what you learn from here to your own relationship super cool it's on facebook called red table number three number three number three goes to a trailer that i have to be honest i first saw it i saw it pop up on youtube and i'm like oh this isn't going to be that good. And then I watched it, and I'm like, okay, this might be good. This is Star Trek Lower Decks. Captain's Log. Stardate 57436.2. First contact is a delicate, high-stakes operation of diplomacy. One must be ready for anything. Are <gasps> <laughs> you pretending to do a captain's log? <laughs> We're all supposed to keep logs. Okay, let me listen to it. No, go away. Leave me alone. <laughs> I can't believe you're no, wasting no. your shore leave on this. Don't pass out. Oh. Sorry, sorry. I'm good at exploring strange new worlds and solving space mysteries. Let's see what I got assigned. Holodeck waste removal. That's Klingon prison stuff. Yeah, so that is just a little sneak peek of Star Trek Lower Decks. The season one trailer's out. It's coming on August 6th to CBS All Access, which is their streaming uh, service. And I have to be honest, like I said, when I first it first popped up on YouTube and I'm like, Oh, they're making a cartoon version of Star Trek? Uh, I'm not interested. And then I saw that it was created by one of the creators of uh, Rick and Morty, which is one of the best cartoon series of all time right now. And I watched the trailer, and I laughed. It was fun. Obviously, it can't go incredibly gross like Rick and Morty kind of go to at points, but they're playing it safe. But at the same time, their humor is great. And I love the concept that we're uh, going to follow the, the red shirt people. If you don't know, the people who wear red shirts in Star Trek are notoriously known for being killed off because they're usually characters that aren't that important to the story. And I kind of want to know their story. What is the story behind these red shirt people? Really, really cool. Like I said, August 6th on CBS All Access, which is their streaming service. Number two. Number two. I love this video game series and the trailers. They always release this very first reveal trailer, it's called, where they announce the game. And it's always just hits you in the gut. But then they bring in the best, one of the best evil characters of all time, uh, the bad guy from Breaking Bad. He owned uh, the the um, the Chicken Shack place. I don't remember what it was called, but uh, he is one of my favorite actors. But you take him, put him into one of my favorite video game series of all time, and you get Far Cry Six. The grenade is simple. It has four basic parts: the shell, which contains the explosive, the fuse the handle, and, of course, the pin. What are you doing? Breathe, Diego. Breathe. The pin simply holds the handle in place. 
It is only when you let go that this grenade goes boom. Yeah, so I couldn't play it all, but I highly recommend you check it out. It's the Far Cry 6 official reveal trailer. And the best way to describe Far Cry 6 is it's basically a open world first person shooter, like in the vein of Call of Duty. And pretty much all of the past ones that I've played revolve around you are a character on an island. This time I think you're in this city that is highly reminiscent of Cuba. And you're always there's always the main bad guy who is a dictator or a religious cult leader. And your goal is to slowly destroy their facilities on the outside and then take down the dictator in the end. There's always big twists and turns throughout it. And why I love it so much is just because of how open it is and how many ways you can play it because you just are given tools and told, go, go discover this city. And they always have great villains. And this guy, this that whole speech about the grenades and everything, I love it. I cannot be any more excited for this game. I really want to play it now. Sadly, we have to wait till February 21st of next year, but it is coming out to PlayStation 5 and the new Xbox. Super cool. Here's number one. Number one, yes, number one. I had to put this on the list. I mean, I think everybody knew I was going to put it on this list because I love game show fails. I love TV fails. I love live news fails. I love all of that just because I get it. We're in this weird world when you're on live TV and with game shows specifically. I love those fails because it's like, ah, I could have said something as dumb as that. But this one's hilarious. Bruce Bruce Smith, who's a Hall of Fame defensive end, uh, shocked the world and Steve Harvey on Family Feud when he gave this answer. And I'm just going to play it once, but it's hilarious. If Captain Hook was moonlighting as a handyman, he might replace his hook with what tool? A hammer. Try again. A penis. Tell me the age a kid is too old to sleep with a ten... What the f- he said? <laughs> What I love so much about that clip has to be uh, Steve Harvey's reaction. It took him a, a good two, three seconds to realize what he said. And then when he did it, uh, it was just perfect and hilarious. I love game show fails like that. If you like that and want to do more and view more, YouTube game show fails. And you will find, I think there's like at least two that I've watched, 40-minute episodes of just Boom, 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 mistake after mistake, and they are hilarious. I love stuff like that. It's just something nice to take a break and laugh with, and really, really good. It's number, I think, three trending on YouTube right now, and it has over a million views. Super, super cool, and just stinking hilarious. I love that stuff. And with that, you guys, that is it. That is the Geek Show for the week. That is the top five list of the week. I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. You know, the weather's getting nicer out, and with COVID, we're, we're, it's just, it's weird. You know, we're all sitting here wondering uh, when's things going to go back to normal, when can we feel safe again, and we're going to make it through. Together, we will have our laughs, we will talk, we will communicate, keep reaching out to friends, making sure they're okay, check in with loved ones and make sure they're okay, check in with people you haven't talked to in years, and just say, hey, are you doing okay in this world? We need to spread more uh, love and more hope because I feel like the negativity is starting to take over. So let's let's do that together. And as always, if you're ever feeling down, lonely, sad, Corey C O R E Y period Wara W A R A at mwcradio.com. Shoot me an email. Let's chat. Or if you have any other questions or comments or anything at all, feel free to always reach out to me. Have a fantastic weekend, and I will see you all next week. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD.